reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. of the morning when we hear God's voice and we are very privileged this morning to have in our midst a man who really needs no introduction he is a true son of our father Bishop Dark Heward Mills sent to us with a word he always preaches his, the word of God in season and this morning I have no doubt that no matter the questions you have on your mind, no matter the problems with which you came to church you hear a word which will be a solution from God to you this morning as we stand on our feet, put our hands together, I want us to receive the ministry of Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. the best hand clap you can give to the Lord on Father's Day. Hallelujah.
also want to wish all fathers a happy Father's Day. There are some women here who are also fathers because they, without them, many of us will not have the spiritual care and guidance you will need to go on in the Lord. And uh, I want to, if I was wearing a hat, I would have taken my hat off for the ladies who are shepherds and pastors, zonal leaders, satellite church shepherds, you are fathers. You don't have any idea. You are fathers. And let's clap our hands for the ladies, lady shepherds. Yes. And amen. And if you are here, and you are under any basal shepherd, male or female, you are under any zonal leader, male or female, I want you to really celebrate your shepherd and your pastor. I, 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 I'm just wondering whether in this church, we must not add. I think I'm, I'm going to discuss with the pastors. Yeah, we are going to have Shepherd's Day. Yeah, a day to celebrate Shepherd. Because we are in June and we've got a couple of months before the year ends, I'm, I, I, I think we should do this, have the Shepherd Sunday between now and December, God willing, to celebrate shepherds, to pray for them, to bless them. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? So, it's a blessing. I really thank God. I have a heart for anyone who goes beyond himself or herself to care for somebody else. It's, it's a sign of greatness. You know, and not many people do that and I think that I'm going to deliberately celebrate shepherds in a fantastic way in this church and I want to encourage everyone here to strive, I'm preaching about the ministry today and I want you to strive to do something for someone in terms of caring for someone 
and even come to a place where on Sundays you come to church with your sheep. You know, we, we even as a church may not recognize you as a shepherd. But do it for yourself and for the Lord. And a great blessing will come your way. I also want us to clap our hands and celebrate our pastor, Pastor Albert Ekins. If every pastor was like him, there will be no lost sheep. And I want you to really love him and celebrate him. I am told we have a problem with our cable that connects the projectors. But as I think about it, I think it's even appropriate for us to learn our memory verse from our own Bibles. You know, I, I know some of you may have other translations and we are staying with the King James Version. But the, the, the habit of opening your Bible must not be a strange habit. So today and maybe subsequent Sundays if it's possible we are going to study our memory verse from our own Bibles. It's important for a Christian to learn to open your Bible. Amen. That's the light God has given you. And not just open it, but open it also in your heart and allow it to lead you. So let's take our memory verse from 1 Corinthians. You know, already some people are in the Old Testament. And I will say that please come to the New Testament. You know, so I, I, I think we shouldn't be using the screen. And if your translation is not the King James Version, I'm sure if you crane your neck, you can, you know, use your neighbor's Bible. I pray everybody around you will not have other translations. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we are looking at verse number 7. Verse number 7. It is very important. Very important. Um... First Corinthians 12 and verse 7 it says but the manifestation of the of the what spirit say manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without that's all first Corinthians 12 verse 7 is, is, is that it is there more no Let's read one go. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with her. Wow. Can we read it again? First Corinthians. The, the only problem with this is that I can I hope I can trust you to off the gen in your hand but it's okay one go first corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7 but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without 
Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. And, and, and I want to write on the wave of this memory verse to tell everyone to endeavor to have the spirit of God express himself in your life. Don't be without the. Uh, in one of my services, um, I don't know which one. I think Shine. Shine. I have a service on Saturdays. This is my second service. Yes. I left here around midnight yesterday. This is my second service. You have just come, but I was here last night. And uh, I have a service upstairs for university students. It's one of the most powerful service. Now, I, 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 I told them I'm going to start a new series and the title of the series is The Power and the Glory. Yes, The Power and the Glory. Now, the message I'm preaching is um, Let There Be Light. But I'm going to change. You, and I'm sure this week we are going to have our Shine podcast. It's going to be Flaming Fire and Shine. It's different from my regular uh, podcast. You know, the power and the glory. They go together. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. You must walk in the power of God to, ex- to enjoy and experience a certain beauty in your life. Yeah, if there's no manifestation of the power of God in your life, there will be a certain lack of beauty. Not your hair. Your hair, I know where you bought it from. Madina, behind that taxi rank, there's a blue a, a, a container shop with a lot of hair. That's where you, get it, you got it from. Yes, it's true. There's a blue container uh, by the taxi rank behind it. Yeah. Auntie Evelyn or something. I've forgotten the name. You know. So, so I, I'm not concerned about your outward glory. You, you, you look very beautiful now. But in the spirit. So, so everyone says the manifestation of the spirit is being given to everyone. Everyone. To profit. To gain as a believer. To have a profitable Christian life. You must have the spirit of God, of course. When the spirit of God manifests is the power. So, may you enjoy the power and the glory. May you enjoy the manifestation of the Spirit. To pray in tongues. To be guided by the Spirit of God. To walk in supernatural visions and dreams. You know, gifts of interpretation of tongues. Gifts of healing. I mean, it should be possible for you to lay your hands on somebody who is sick. And when you finish praying, the person says, I feel, I feel well. So, but the manifestation of the spirit. So you can close your Bible. Okay, let, let me let's read for the last time. One go, First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse seven. One go, but the manifestation. Beautiful, beautiful. Quote it to your neighbor. One go. Beautiful. Tell your neighbor, may you profit from the manifestation of the Spirit. 
Tell the person, please, I want to say something to you. Don't hide the spirit. Say, the spirit of God wants to express himself. Don't hide the spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. You may be seated. I began to share with you last week from this beautiful, fantastic book on the subject, Give Thyself Holy. Amen. From um, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. You know, give yourself. It says, meditate on these things. Give thyself holy and thy profiting will appear to all. Meditate on these things. Chapter 17. Give thyself holy to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Say amen. So today I'm continuing and I want to continue by advising you. Do you take advice on Sunday mornings? You take advice? Are you sure? Can I advise you? to God. Don't give half of yourself to God. Anyone who meets you or encounters you should be able to say that this brother has given all of himself to God. That's why Paul told Timothy, meditate on these things. Give thyself wholly to them. Our father, Bishop, the Bishop, Bishop Dagwood Mills says something that is very intriguing that I believe is worth mentioning. And that is anything you don't give yourself completely to cannot be enjoyed cannot be a blessing to you. So many of us who are Christians, you are in church this morning, but 
you don't know that Christianity is very nice. You don't know. You think it is nice to to give yourself out there and then on Sundays just come around and join us and play church. Some of us are playing church. But I want to tell you that the Christian life is very profitable. I don't want you especially this advice is not to the elderly ones, our fathers and our mothers here. They've seen everything. But you young girls and young boys you young girls, you small, 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 small boys and girls. Don't set yourself up for heartbreaks. Don't do that. Some of our fathers and our mothers sitting here in the church have experienced many episodes of disappointment and Heartbreaks. Some of them are barely together. The slightest pressure on them will cause them to crack. Because they have seen life. I was telling the church yesterday, my special service yesterday, that they should listen to my advice. I was advising them about something. I, told, I was advising the girls. I said, if you don't listen to my advice, by the time you are 23 years old, you will speak like a 70-year-old woman. And, and, it, and it's not a good thing. You know that sometimes God leads me to pray for people, young boys, to have the wisdom of the aged. Yeah. You can be young and have the wisdom of an adult. That, is, that, that one is a blessing I want to share, I want to pronounce on your life. Yeah. I mean, when I was 22 years, 20 years, I had the wisdom of a 40-year-old man. Yes, it's not today. I remember when I was 19 years old, the assistant pastor of the church I was in, in Takradi, he used to come to sit with me to, to, to discuss his marital problems. Yes, 19-year-old, and I had things to tell him. And he would come always to sit with me and talk about marriage. I didn't even have a beloved. We would talk from the Bible. 19, I remember very well. I had a room in my house somewhere. He would come, we'll sit down. So his wife has done this, he himself is this. And I will have something to tell you. You will not believe it. Yeah. You can be 15 and have the wisdom of a 30 year old. I mean, the, 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 the wisdom 
I'm carrying is not the wisdom of my age. Far higher. Yes. Because of the word of God. The word of God makes you wise. Second Timothy 3 15. The scriptures. Look at it. Look at it. They, they are able to make you wise. Second Timothy chapter 3. Verse 15. We know verse 16. See, all scripture is uh, given by inspiration. That's the second Timothy 3 16. And it's profitable for what? Doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction. You are going to be quoting scriptures very soon. You, 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 relax. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yes. Is that not it? But verse 15 says what? And that's from a child. Thou hast known the word, the holy scriptures. A child. A child. Okay, let's go on. Thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are which is what? Able to what? Make the what? Wise. From a child. And, and that was me. From, from a very early age. Yes, I lived up the Bible. I remember my favorite book was Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Yes. Teenager. From a child. That was what? Known the Holy Scripture, a child can know the scriptures. That's why now, you know, I used to have flaming fire for the youth, you know, this, you know, this type of university guys and so on, you know. But now I have promoted all of them to shine service the university guys and the SS. Now, flaming fire is for the junior high, the, the, the JHS, the early teens. The small, 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 small boys and girls. I meet them on Sunday afternoon from, from the entire council. Yeah, because a child, the Bible, listen, by a child can know the Bible. And a child can be wise. And because we are not bringing up children in the knowledge of the word of God, Satan has taken over because there is no vacuum. Nature doesn't like empty spaces. So if you don't fill it, so, so, so that's the work I'm doing now. I'm now a pastor of the youth. I'm a youth pastor now. Yeah. I'm, I'm very soon, I will not be preaching here on Sundays. No, I'm informing you. Yeah. Very soon, it's your pastor. I, 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 you will see me. I'll be, I, on Sunday morning, 6.30, I'll be sleeping in, in the house. Yeah, getting ready for my Flaming fire service. Yes. But right now there we are having fellowship. So so that's the point I'm making that a young boy, a young girl can be wise. I mean, some of you little girls, your mother should be able to sit with you and have a healthy conversation, an intelligent conversation. There is a sense in which it is true that foolishness is bound to the heart of a child. But a child can also be wise. Not from GIS or Fancy School or from Koforindia uh, Setek, uh, uh, but from the Word of God. The Word. Again, read it. What? And from what? And that from a, 
from, 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 from a child. That was in the Holy Scriptures. A child. So, that's the point. But that is not what I'm talking about. Some of you young boys and girls, if you don't listen, by the time you are 25 years old, You'll be speaking like a 70 year old man because bad experiences would have made you mature fast. Listen carefully, girls. Don't set yourself up for. Heartbreaks. A lot of the things we give ourselves to are just preparing us to break our hearts. Marriage. Marriage. It's when you are young that you have soap bubbles in your head. As the girl. Somebody told me about a, a girl, one of my members. He says that when she grows up, she wants to marry a. a she was asked, "What type of man do you want to marry?" She, said, she wants to marry a man who has five five. <laughs> Stupid, five five. The bubbles are in your head. Soap bubbles. Christian properly. Stop fooling in town and give yourself completely and be safe. So that even if you are 30 years old and you have the experience of a 70 year old man, it will be good experience and wisdom. Not pain like a girl, a girl who is 29 years old. You speak with such bitterness and pain. Experiences that your mother hasn't had. You at your age. Because you chose to give yourself to a boy. Or to give yourself to some... Look, even go to school. But don't give yourself. Don't give yourself. To the making of books. Because there's no end. I'm saying it again. Don't try. Don't say, oh, Bishop, you were right. I don't want to be right. I don't gain from being right. From this age, as a child, give yourself completely to to God and to church. Be a church girl. Be a church boy. And then tomorrow's Monday, go to school. Go and learn. Learn. Study well. Pass your exams. Get a good job. But be a a church girl. Give yourself holy. Because the only profitable thing I know of is our work with God. Look, even your marriage, your education, your business, your whatever, for it to give you that type of profit, it must come from your relationship with God. Yes. It is your uncompromised relationship with God that makes your marriage a good marriage. Yes. Because if you don't give yourself properly to God as a boy, 
and it's time to choose a wife, you are likely to choose a woman based on her skin color and the weight of her buttocks and the shape of her thighs and the volume of her breasts. It's Sunday morning, so I should cool down. Okay. And you discover that you chose a black beauty, but you married a witch. Girls. Girls. Everything I'm saying, everything that will, if you, if you are going to be liked at work, if you are going to be promoted at work, whatever at work in town, in school, whatever outside the church, it will draw its essence, essence, not incense, essence from God. The degree to which you give yourself to God will determine the degree to which you become great and, and enjoy profits. From other pursuits. Some of you sitting here, even to go to school properly, you couldn't go to school well. So you can't even speak good English. You can't even pronounce some words. But in the church, if you give yourself fully to church, church can be your primary school, your JHS, your SS, and your university. You will not believe it. You will not believe it. Speak bad English. Most at times, most at times when we come, uh, what is most at times? You send somebody a text, the person will reply, "I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Stupid." We are there. We are stupid. I'm blessed. But in the church, if you give yourself wholly to reading of books, the Bible, listening to messages, it will polish your grammar. With that school fees. Thank you, Pastor. With that school fees. I'm not joking. And subsequently, you will rise at work from giving yourself wholly in church and to church. So when Paul is advising us to give ourselves wholly, that our profiting will appear to all. All means unbelievers, believers, all. Everybody will know that, 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 that giving yourself to God and being a church boy or a church girl was profitable. Hmm. I'll advise you again. If that's all I came here to do, I'm telling you, young man, don't think it is trendy. Like it's cool to be a Christian who just goes to church on Sunday. It is called foolishness. It's not, it's not cool. It's crazy. If you are here, this is the best place. When I say this, I don't mean lighthouse. I mean church. You won't even get to be in church. You won't even get. Onapo. You won't get. 
you will not get. Being in church is unaporific. It is what? Unaporific. Unapo. It's a Greek word. I'm telling you, you won't get what you are hearing or what you've heard for the past 10 minutes. Somebody can be alive for 70 years and not hear what you have just heard. When you sit down for someone to open the Bible and speak from the Bible, you, you, you will not even get it. And it's even wilder when I'm the one preaching. I beg you, give yourself fully. Go to work tomorrow. Go to school tomorrow. But give yourself to church. Join a, a home cell, a bustle. Be here on Tuesday. If we say we are going to preach somewhere on Friday, come along. Be in the church well. It's a privilege. That is how you will profit. I don't know how else to say it. Except to concentrate on the book I've opened. That to give yourself holy means to give your heart, your heart. To give yourself holy means to give your mind and intelligence and your ideas. Hmm. And so on and so forth. Today, I'm on verse five. Uh, I said verse five. Point number five. To give yourself holy means to give you are. To give yourself holy means, sweetheart, what's your name again? Charity. It means to give your family. That your brother is not in church should be a source of concern. Some of you have come to hide in church. And your sister is at home. Because you invited her twice and she didn't come. Pray for her. You'll be surprised that she will come to church and be a wilder Christian than you. Don't stop until Every, I am believing God that divine encounter service will be made up of families. Yes. Families. Whole families. Like mommy and daddy and your girls, are they here? Yeah, that's all. At a point, when we are coming, we'll come with our dogs.
it is a great thing to serve the Lord. And the greatness is in being in it with your brother, with your sister. It makes your life very easy. So today, I'm asking all of us to begin to intercede, to pray for your family members that they will be in church. Yes, it is, it is, it is also a project. It's a project. Like building a house is a project. Or building a dam is a project. Or making a road. It's a project. If you are serving God, serve God with your children. I'm believing God that in some 40 years, 30 years, 20 years, I don't know, your children will come to church. And my son will be preaching. It's my it's my aim. And then second service, Sunday second victory service, your daughter will be the lady pastor of that service. Don't be proud that your child is collecting prizes in school only. As they call your daughter's name, Agatha Blanson. And you are following Imbile Agatha. Imbile Agatha. Imbile Agatha. No. You should be able to come to church and sit at the back. And as your daughter is preaching, say, Imbile Agatha. Imbile Rhoda. Imbile Evelyn. Imbile Coco. Imbile Akoko. Imbile. Receive that vision to see your children serving God in the house of the Lord one day. Are you going to pray for your family members? It's beautiful. There's nothing like closing church from church and you are going home with your sisters. Not that you have closed from church, you are home, uh, you go home. And your brother at home is smooching a girl in the room with sexual healing. What type of healing is that? I think we are going to write, not write, when I, when I close in two minutes, we will stand up and pray for our family members. Isn't that a good prayer? Yeah. Anybody who should be in your family, he asks, I'm preaching if he's smoking weed or he's still sleeping because he went to booze in the night. An angel will wake the person up. I said, An angel will do what? Will wake the person up. Give yourself means that don't keep your family back, don't stop your children from serving God. So, once again, it is, it is dangerous to have very high sounding visions and ambitions for your children. And not encourage them to serve God. You are setting them up for disasters. I sat with a man across his desk in Accra. Recently, he sat behind his desk and I was sitting in front of him. He said, I regret sending my daughter to America to go and study. I, I, I regret it. Because the, the, the girl has become a type of human being. They say, you go to his own mouth, mouth or mouth. 
mouth. Yes. He said, I regret. Because effort. You, you, it's, yeah, it's nice to say, oh, my daughter is in uh, Leeds or Yale or Whale or jail. Not jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because if your if your if your daughter if your vision is there, your, your daughter should be in Yale. Before you know it, she's in jail. <laughs> but I'm, there's nothing wrong. If you've got the money to sponsor such things, it's good. But have a vision that as she's going to Connecticut. As she's going, you're also looking for the lighthouse branch there. And you already called the pastor. That when you take care, you meet the pastor. And I mean, that's, that, that, that's how a parent should live. So today, that's all I came to share with you. Is this worth coming to church? Is it worth coming to church? Then let's stand to our feet. For a minute. One minute. We are holding hands. And we are praying for our brothers, our sisters, children. Any child, any son, any daughter of anyone here who has gone wayward. After this one minute intercession, that daughter, that son is coming back. The mind is returning into the church. I'm counting two and you start praying. One, two, let's pray. Makalaba Sunday. Father in the name of Jesus. We call their souls. Yes. We call for their souls. We call for their souls. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they are. That they will serve you. Yes. We pray for young boys and girls, children, teenagers. Our sister at home. Already who has got two children with three fathers. Father, touch her heart. Does she know you? Yes, call forth, call them out. My God, Mako Sabayan Dalabasata. Winter seed. Winter seed. That they'll come to enjoy the light. The bright light. Oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our children. Even if they are in church, the Lord, they will not depart from the light. We thank you. And we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't serve God with your family, you'll be surprised that when you begin to harvest the blessings that come from working with God, because of trouble coming from a family member, you'll not even be able to enjoy the blessings. Or you don't understand the English I'm speaking. But I know angels have taken the prayers you just prayed. They are ascending with your prayers. Very soon, your sister will be with you in church. You watch it. Your brother will be with you in church. That girl will become a correct girl in church. Clap your hands for Jesus if you believe it. Can you please join me to close our eyes? And right now, if you are here and you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I'm not born again. I want to surrender all to Jesus. 
If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you to be born again. Wherever you are, please lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you to be born again. Yes, just lift your hand. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are here like that, you want to receive Jesus Christ, you can lift up your right hand above your head. You can lift up your hand. I want to see your hand above your head. I pray with you. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of enjoying such sweet fellowship. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be in your house. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to serve you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, if your hand is up, come. I want to pray for you. Come. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of knowing you. Come. Your life will not be the same again. Lift your two hands, please. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Today, I surrender my heart to you. Please receive me wash my sins. I want to be new. I want to be brand new. It's possible to be brand new. Touch my heart to serve you always. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.